my god oh. damn it that is so unnecessarily it loud. Is. it's ridiculous it's it's so loud but that's okay <laughs> because hey you want a school record yeah. like a school recorder just school doing recorder. the intro fucking jesus yep and that sound means it's another edition of neck and chubby yeah. talk scary Fuck stuff Fuck yeah and this week's film is the cursed and yes. it's a it's a doozy yep and it's not the uh Christina Ricci movie, like we said, mm-hmm. it's a 2021 movie and you can watch it right now for free on Hulu if you have a Hulu subscription and now you don't need to watch it with commercials like you did with the Exorcist 3. Right, it's just right. on Hulu. So, um, yeah. So last week the cursed came up on the wheel and this week we replaced it with another one of Matt's picks. Uh, and this week in the place of the cursed is going to be the movie Baskin. Which is another slog of a fucking movie. I it's a it's, doozy. I hear it's a little. Oh, so you haven't crazy. seen it? I haven't seen it at all. Ooh, you're gonna Not like that. If, if it gets chosen, I, it's yeah. it'd be fucking great if it did. It's another case of first impression because <laughs> I hadn't seen this movie either. Well, this one just came out, so yeah. I don't blame. I doesn't. But it doesn't. Um, yeah. Fuck! I have lost my train. It's of, all right. Thought, like so bad. Um, so it hasn't gone on me that like it, yeah. you wouldn't have seen it yet because it just came out in theaters and it's, I don't yeah. even think it's released on DVD yet. Uh, well, I mean, it's it's streaming now. So I don't know, I don't know if it was, but that a lot of times like movies are released mm-hmm. on, in theaters at the same time as streaming. So who the yeah. fuck knows? Um, but anyways, before we get into that, let's do a little horror news. You wanna... Yeah, I have not been paying attention. I don't pay attention to any news. Oh, all so right. it's just <laughs> fucking, it's easier for me to do, for you to just tell me all right. right off the bat. So big news, uh, actually huge news on the Friday the 13th front. Uh, since 2009, the only Jason Voorhees media we've had, uh, and that was 2009 was the re- was the, the reboot the kind reboot of. reboot kind of, yeah. The soft reboot. With fucking Jared Padalecki. Yeah, which I really enjoyed. I actually. didn't hate it. Like, I, I thought it was fun. Super violent, hulky, scary Jason mm-hmm. was awesome. It wasn't Kane Hodder, was it? No, it was not. It was, a, I forget the guy's name. I, I, I used to know it. He... But he was a uh, he was a terrifying uh, Jason. He was like super brutal, like gargantuan, really like he fucking huge, huge. dude. And the, and he was just like really unforgiving and like and instead of doing the the like walk thing where you like catch up to people just by walking, he would like he like ran yeah. at you. It seemed a little more like I mean not so much realistic, but like in a more real yeah. sense of like getting chased from some, yep. by somebody. And the uh, the. The the scene that I uh, that always sticks out for me in that movie is the intro mm-hmm. where he kills the group of kids like the the first group of kids that isn't the main group of kids yeah. that he kills. It's a he, big it's a big trope in yeah Friday the Thirteenth if you exactly. guys have never seen which is amazing. Yep. There's two groups one is done at the beginning and the next is uh slowly taken out one by <laughs> one. But uh no the 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 kill in in the beginning of that always sticks out to me because it's the kids like sitting on the ground like injured and he just runs up and, yeah, and fucking takes slapped. his head off yeah, or dude. her head off um there was a lot of good death scenes in that yeah that movie was great i i liked that one a i lot. do gotta go back and watch it again i enjoyed that one only because um, i said because jared padalecki also plays in supernatural too and yep. i i love him i love yeah. jensen ackles because yeah. you know oh, dude, supernatural that's great. that's the gang man uh, do you watch the boys no, everyone keeps telling me to watch. Dude, the it's great. So Jensen Ackles is in this last season. <laughs> is he really? He plays a character called Soldier Boy, <laughs> and he's just a dickhead. That's what they went with. Yeah. Oh, well, they're they, that show is absurd on purpose, and it's like a, okay, but he is he's such a dickhead in that show, and it's so <laughs> out of character, and it's so great because um, oh, he's kind of a dickhead in Supernatural too. Kind of, but he's like a, but you know, he's a good guy. Yeah. He also plays in Days of Our Lives as oh, well, and right. it's so fucking that. funny. I think that's the funniest goddamn thing. <laughs> but he plays such a hopeless douchebag. It was such a weird day, like watching Supernatural at my house. My mom was like, "Is that Jensen Ackles?" I was like, "Yeah, do you how him? do you know him?" She's like, "He's in Days of Our Lives. He plays like the bad boy." I was like, "Oh, come oh. on." But anyways, going back. So this is the first. So the last time we saw Jason Voorhees was in 2009. Mm-hmm. The only thing that he's been in since then is the video game that came out in 2017. Ah, yes. And if you notice, all of the movies after Friday the 13th Part 4, I think, has been Jason Goes to Hell. Jason does whatever. Yes, that's right. Goes to Manhattan. So so there's huge litigation in the background. There's two guys that that were involved in the creation of Jason Voorhees Mm -hmm. that that have been fighting over the property for like a decade at this point. And 
one of the guys owned the title, what owned the title the, the Friday name the 13th. It. And it actually like a bunch of the guys are in Boston, a bunch of like Italian brothers mm. that like funded the film, the original one. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. It's, it's a, it's a big backstory. If we ever do that, that that's super interesting. Cause there are a lot of shenanigans that went on, on the sets of those movies as well. That were just like just drug fuel bullshit. Insanity. Or like, like oh. there, there's, there's some crazy <laughs> shit in that movie. Yeah. Um, but it sounds like they're in discussions. So it sounds like stuff is starting to wind down on the legal end mm-hmm. and they're in discussions to do another movie, another like sequel to another movie, an, another Friday the 13th, which is, right. you know, just That's what it always is. always fun. It doesn't even matter. Even like fucking yeah. Jason X, which is such Ridiculous. a horrible movie. It's, it's, it's a candy bar. <laughs> it's such a, yes. It, perfect example. It's a candy bar. It's junk food. It's, it's a nothing movie. It's a, it's nonsense. It has like it has one of the coolest kills ever in it. Oh though. yeah, the, the the ice tank one. Yeah, the ice yeah. tank. But then also <laughs> in the um in the like the hollow deck where he he like there's those two girls that are like oh we're doing drugs and having sex and he like and he just walks toward them and it flashes away and the next time you come back he's like beating over the he's beating a <laughs> a, a sleeping bag against a tree and you just have smush <laughs> smush smush it's fucking it's great so good <laughs> so. But but so cool enough. They're 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 in discussions to do that yeah, again. Actually, and, do another and, one. I'm actually pretty happy about that. And, it has been over a decade. It, it's been holy shit. It's been yeah. It's been 2009. Yeah. It was in the aughts. They skipped the entire 2010s with Jason. So yeah. So that would be cool. Hopefully something works out and they can actually like make some more of those movies because they're they're evergreen. Like you can you mm-hmm. can keep doing those. Yeah, exactly. Because he's got a mask on. It's you don't, you know, everybody knows Kane Hodder, mm-hmm. but like he was only Jason in like, I think he was only in three movies. He yeah, wasn't he was like the Jason best. Freddy. He wasn't in Jason vs. Freddy, but he played in, um, well, if we get the lay, I think it was Jason Goes to Hell was yeah. the last one he was in. And he's, he does so many good horror cameos mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. I love those. Also when, uh, like the hatchet movies he was in. I forgot oh, that yeah, he was, the, he was, what, what the hell was his name? Uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, fuck. That's going to. I'm gonna have to come back yeah, to it. Yeah, well, it, it, it's yeah, who's no, the bad guy know. in Hatchet? Because it's a it's a yeah, common, bring that up. it's a common like it's a uh, <laughs> it's a I think it's the name of a real guy. Yeah, but it's, it's like not, it's it but is it's not a real story. Yeah, um, it'll come back to it anyway. It doesn't really make a difference right now. But my but. favorite Kane Hodder uh, cameo is in Wishmaster. I've that? never seen the Wishmaster oh, series. No, dude. I have they're... never seen that's that's Wes Craven, oh, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I've never Three seen them. Wishes. <laughs> dude, that dude, that dude rules. He's another one that uh they replaced him in like the fourth one, and it was just it, you can't. So what's the name of that? Mr. Crowley. Mr. Crowley. Mr. Crowley yeah. yeah. Victor Crowley. Victor Crowley, yeah. So no, he's great in that, but all right, let's, we can move on. We could because we could talk about fucking yeah, Friday the Thirteenth all day. Um, so, Infogrames, which is that not a misspelling, um, is rebooting the Alone in the Dark franchise of video games, which is cool. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'm uh, piqued my interest on that one. I mean, because those games were fun. Yeah, because they had an Alone in the Dark uh, movie that came out in like 2005, and it was bad. It's one of the worst movies ever made. It's on like countless like wor- top 10 worst horror movies of mm-hmm. all time lists. It's garbage. It's a horrible movie. It's not even fun garbage. It's, <laughs> no, there's nothing it's, happens in it. It's a bad movie. Nothing happens in yeah. it whatsoever. They have like a really creepy antagonist that like the dude looks cool, but like other than that, there's nothing happens in the movie. It's yeah. a, it's a garbage. It shouldn't exist. It's a terrible movie. <laughs> um, but I'm excited to see it coming back. Like the, the, I think like, well, cause the alone in the dark series was almost like a haunted house series. Too. Yeah. If it you was like, Watch it. That was like that. That yeah. movie. They were in a cave and yep. like explorers. It was bizarre. It was weird. But it, it they wasn't. Went with it. it wasn't even like a survival horror. It was like just like you're trying to investigate like shit that's going on. Yeah, and you stumble so like, upon yeah. this. Yep. Uh, you know, so I haven't played it. So that's PS One. Yeah, it's PS One. I think it was so, 1992. No, was a little. First, it had to be further than that. No, the first one was 1992. I think. Oh, maybe. But so they because they kept that. making more because the first one was in a, was a top down. Mm. Like but the way like good. uh the like old Zelda. Grand Theft Autos were. Yeah. Yep. So that'll be pretty sweet. I'm I'm kind of psyched about that. Like a lot of um 
like horror video games are like starting to come back. Which yeah, all they need to do now is make that. up fucking Dead Space, dude, and I'll be the happiest fucking camper dude, on I, Earth. I got to get on that. You keep telling me, but I I, I you, don't you gotta, play video games much anymore. That one you will. I promise you will. I promise you will. That and the Resident. You can't go wrong with the Resident, Resident Evil, Evil series. Is awesome. Uh, even though I a hot take on this one, I don't think the first one's a good game. It's uh, that's I mean, just it, me though. But but the, you're right. It's not a it's not a great game, but it in the it's great in the 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 fact that it started. Well, yeah, it, it's such a big franchise. It started a huge fa- uh, franchise and shit like that. It just certain things. It's the it's the tank controls. If anyone remembers mm-hmm. anything about Resident Evil, like the the camera angles and the controls were very tanky. Like move move yeah. this way, move forward, move this way, move forward. Camera change, and it's just the most yep. annoying thing. I still hate games like that to this yeah. day, but that Did is I, what that is. I, my favorite horror video game of all time, Doom. Oh, Doom is Doom. great. Not even close. Did you, play the, close. did you even play the new ones yet? I haven't. Oh, dude, they're so good. Everybody's telling me that. They're so good. Dude, uh, literally everybody tells me that. I if just you know anything about like the Doom lore, too, mm-hmm. it goes so much more in depth. My wife's best friend is a huge gamer, and I didn't know that. And I didn't. I wouldn't have guessed it about her either. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you have to play Doom. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> All right, Hannah. It's cool. So, uh, yeah, you're not the first one to tell me that. Um, all right. So moving on. Um, I haven't seen the black phone yet. I didn't. I started in theaters. Everybody says it's fucking awesome. It's very good. I've only heard good things about it. And it's apparently good enough that they are already discussing a sequel with the uh, director in the studio. So really? Yeah. So we'll see what happens. They're going to go with that because I've seen it already. And there's, I'm I'm not going to talk about a lot of room at the end, but like there's a lot, not so much a lot of room, but like definitely like a, there's a finality to it. Like, it feels like it's that it's a one and done. Well, I mean, that would be, I mean, we'll see what happens. Um, but, uh, so another movie that's coming out that I'm excited about is a, is an anthology movie, uh, which is fucking awesome because horror anthologies. They're rule. my, they're one of my favorite <laughs> things on earth. They're like, when I so good. First got into horror. Like it was always like tales from the crypt. Uh, Creep Show Two, Creep Show Two, One and Two. I actually watched both of them this week. Oh, I was at so my mom's good. house and I watched them. But uh, um, the one that is still to the, my, my favorite of mm-hmm. any horror anthology was the Masters of Horror series. Masters of Horror is great. It was, yeah, I think if forget if it was HBO or Showtime, and it's all of the yeah, original, like Dario like Argento and John um, John Carpenter, Wes Craven. I think I did think yep. he did one as well. And um, all the stories were fucking awesome. Like, there's not one that I hate that I like more than the other. They were just kind of like put together, like to to look really good too. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, so Guillermo del Toro, who is horror adjacent, I think. (laughs) Um, But this movie is a straight up horror anthology, and he's calling it the Cabinet of Curiosities. Okay. And I am excited to see it. His movies are so fucking weird. He's got his own style. Yes, very Um, true. But uh. The list of directors for the uh, for the short stories has been released, and it's uh, so I know a couple of these people, but not all of them. So it's uh, David Pryor who did The Empty Man, uh, cool. Anna Lily Amapour uh, did The Bad Batch and Castle Rock. I've heard good things about Castle Rock. It's uh, my King, mom so. watched it all the way through, yeah. and she says she loves it. Yeah, but she's also like huge, huge Stephen King fan. Stephen King so. guy. It's not that I don't, it's not that I hate Stephen Uh King, if anything, I love him to death, but it's one of Mm -hmm. those just like, Stephen King fans got that thing where they kind of overlook overlook certain things because they're Stephen King fans. Yep. Um, But then we got Panos Cosmatos, which is fucking exciting. He did Mandy and Beyond the Black Rainbow. really? Yep. That movie's batshit fucking crazy. Which one? Mandy or? Mandy. Okay. Mandy was fucking awesome. Beyond the Black Rainbow is very, very underrated. I have not even heard, I didn't even hear of it. It's a giallo. Oh, it's a classic yeah. right. style giallo, and it's fucking awesome. It's very I'll psychedelic driven and shit. All right, I'll check it out. Uh, so Catherine Hardwick, who did Twilight, I mean, whatever. Mm, yeah. Uh, then Guillermo Navarro, who did Pan's Larmo Labyrinth, but also fucking Kronos. I Kron- didn't know that. Oh, Kronos is. Have you ever seen Kronos? No, I haven't. Oh my god, that's one of the most underrated movies I've ever seen. It's a horror. It's straight up horror. It's a fucking vampire movie. Okay. It's fucking bizarre it's it's crazy it's this dude finds a um like a some kind of like scarab beetle thing and it takes him over and turns him into a vampire like it's it's fucking it's a cool movie that's that's what i'm gonna add to it then because that's it's older it's like an older film it's like uh i think it's 90s 
It, yeah. Kronos, it's it's a good movie. Let me see. I'm gonna um, go back into my notes now because like besides this show, I have like a whole um list of movies. List to, of movies to a watch. Running list to watch. And, um, All right. Um, so he's doing that one, uh, and then Keith Thomas did the Vigil, uh, which the I hear is pretty was good. Pretty good. I, I haven't seen that yet. I heard that was very good. Uh, Vincenzo Natale, who did Cube, Splice, and The Stand. Okay. Wait. The, the, it has to. No. It has to be the new TV show, The Stand. It, then it might be. I don't know. It doesn't specify. Me here. and Tim watched that one. That show was, was very good. Is it the the book was fucking great. I mean, oh, the, the book King. is is fucking awesome. Awesome. That's the thing is like they they did take out some shit. In the I mean, TV show from to. the book, which like they did, but they took out like one of the one of the most iconic like Stephen King moments, which I really mean, like, makes me fucking I mean, like, mad. The child gangbang. That's an iconic <laughs> Stephen King moment. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I, I haven't watched it. I got to check it out. It's fun. I, I just think standard. Randall Flagg is like one of the most fascinating like uh, antagonists ever. So, I like the whole lore behind the Randall dark Flag. man and yeah. Randall flag and the possibility that like, I think, I think Stephen King is an underrated Eldridge horror. Yes. Writer. They, I'm glad you said that. Well, nobody talks about ever that. read any of like, especially the, um, the dark tower series. Mm -hmm. It touches up on a lot of that shit because but also, I mean, no one talks about like how it, like it's not, everyone thinks it's like, Oh, it's like a deep. No. no, it's like an alien. No, it's an it's alien. From something it's from somewhere yeah. else. Uh, the lot 19 experiments, which happened in the mist, yep. um, Firestarter is another Fire, perfect example. I was just going to say Firestarter. And also, um, the movie that everybody loves to shit on with the, the fucking, the, the shit squids or whatever the fuck they are, shit uh, squids. Dreamcatcher. Oh, Mr. Gray. <laughs> and Duddix. Yeah, that's right. But that was an alien. He was a straight up a alien. In yeah, but same still, type of yeah. deal. Uh, but let me, before I, before I, we get, it gets lost. The last director on the, in the movie is, uh. Jennifer Kent, who did the Babadook. Okay. You, were, I'm, you, I'm you said one-offs because that. that's a one-off. I feel like that's a one-off yeah. movie. So it's going to be a Netflix movie. People will probably movie. fucking hate that I just said that because there are people that are like die hard about that movie. I, and it's a good movie. Yeah. I just don't feel the need to watch it again. It's if I feel like if you've experienced like parental trauma, that yeah. movie whacks at you. Mm-hmm. But for sure, but it's also just like um, it's a little, it's a bit of a slog. It's it's very slow paced, and the build, the build up mm -hmm. wasn't enough for the outcome of that movie. You know but, what I mean? So here's my question: Did you already know? Did you already see pictures of the monster before you saw the movie? No, I didn't. Really? No. And it, you still felt that way? Yeah. Oh, because I had so I. It seemed very different for me the first time I watched it than the second time, obviously. But it was. I was trying to watch it the second time to like figure out like what was scary about it the first time. And it, I think it was because I didn't know what to expect. Like when he popped out and yeah, shit, it right. was like good jump scares in that movie. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, so that'd be good. It's a Netflix. That's going to be a Netflix property. Oh, look at that. So that's just going to be straight up on Netflix. Yeah, which All is right, cool. That's, that's comforting then. Yeah. Dude, if you look, I'm glad at, look I don't at the, have to like go anywhere to go look like, for anything anymore. Stuff. <laughs> so look at, look at the, uh, look at the logo. It looks like a fucking Harry Potter movie. Yeah, it does. <laughs> like what the fuck is this? A horror movie? So yeah. Uh, so that should be good. Uh, Guillermo del Toro is just, uh, that dude, he's just smart. He knows what he's doing. He's, he's definitely, um, yeah. He, he's a great like monster maker too, like Crimson Dude, Peak. Like, the, like Crimson Peak, you can have your opinions about that. I thought the I, ghost in that was awesome. Yep. Uh, Pan's Labyrinth. I, it's not a horror movie, no matter the, what people fucking tell me. But the Pale Man. Yes, the Pale Fuck. Man. Just fucking that. That's great. I love that. Yeah. Um, the best thing he ever did, which will never come to light, mm -hmm. is um, he did Silent Hill PT. Mm. So it was supposed to be a it stands yeah. for playable trailer. Yeah. Anyone who's ever played it's it, it's a fucking if that's the scariest like <sighs> ten minute game Silent I've ever Hill. played. Silent Hill rules. Oh, Silent Hill's great, but PT definitely like it doesn't it's even kick. feel like gotcha. a normal game. Uh, I'm gonna have to play that then. I'll have to find it. Yeah, you're um, probably gonna have to watch videos on it. So it came yeah. out on a um. It was like a demo for a certain oh, gotcha. game that came with a certain game with on like PS3. Gotcha. So it's right. like not even out and about anymore. Um, 
All right, so Prey is on Hulu to watch free right now, uh, and it's getting a ton of buzz. Yeah, and I, I haven't I, seen it yet, but I, I haven't seen it yet things. either. But I saw a tweet the other day that said something to the effect of uh, the best formula for Predator movies is, and they're starting to figure it out, is to just drop a Predator into a time period on Earth and have like whoever's around that day <laughs> fighting the Predator. And uh, from what I'm hearing about this movie, that sounds like dead on accurate. Yeah, that's that's what I heard too. <laughs> Because, I mean, even from, like, the time of, like, Predator 2, like, at the end of that movie when Danny Glover goes into the ship and he, like, throws him, like, the flintlock pistol that uh, yeah. says, like, John Hancock on it or whatever the <laughs> fuck. It's like, oh, that would be fucking cool. You see him, like, back in, like, yeah. in, like the like Civil Colonial War getting shot shit. with, like, like muzzle loaders and shit. That'd be awesome. <laughs> so I think from, like, from the Predator 2 on, people have been, like, kind of looking for something like that to happen. Well, yeah. I mean, that's another thing about Predator 2 is that it covers a lot of ground in the Predator series, which I yeah. also didn't know that it's all Predator, Alien, Blade Runner, are all the same universe. Well, I didn't know Blade Runner. But yeah, I knew, Blade I Runner. Knew, I knew Alien, obviously. Blade Runner, the movies. soldiers that are in Alien are all um, the same company. Oh, no shit. From Blade Runner. Yes, I found that out what's not that long ago. What's the name of the... In like, isn't it in like, it's like a, Remnant or something well, like isn't that? Isn't Alien Three? Don't they? Isn't it like bought out by like Walmart? I think so, or something stupid like that. Yeah, Alien Three is it's fun. Cultural commentary, uh, ham-handed <laughs> bullshit. Fucking Winona Ryder. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, moving on. Uh, just a just a cool aside. Uh, the Lost Boys is being released on 4K on September 20th. Not a huge deal. I just really like that movie. No, I like that movie too. I like it's, the sexy sax man part. Better, yeah. Though. We'll get to see. We'll get to actually see his nipples clearly. Yeah, so that's <laughs> Just cool. The the beads of sweat coming off of him. <laughs> Such a disgusting fuck. Oh, but no, I, I I love that movie. It's just got a it's just got a, a place in my heart. I just enjoy that movie. Yeah, and I think it's one of the only times that the Corey brother, the 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 Corys, not brothers, the Corys were in a movie together. Mm-hmm. Um, R.I.P. Corey Haim and uh, R.I.P. Corey Feldman's <laughs> Corey brain. Feldman, even though you're still <laughs> Corey there. Feldman's brain. <laughs> um. Uh, so this is a weird one. Uh, John Carpenter did an interview like recently, uh, with somebody and he, how old, he's, how old is he now? He's in the seventies. Okay. He's up there, but he's, he's, he's such a curmudgeon. Like he's one of, he's one of those guys who just like shits on people all the time. Oh, he's yeah. like, I did all this before. And you guys are fucking it up. You hear this soundtrack? Yeah. Certified diamond soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but he's hinting that he might want to direct again. Um, and he's, he's ready to kind of get back in the director's chair, which would be cool. I mean, that'd I'd be cool. Do. I'd like to see what it is, but if it's a Dario Argento situation, maybe stay off of it. But Halloween and the thing are two of like the greatest fucking movies. Oh ever. no, they're, they're amazing. There's I mean, no yeah, doubt about that. I'd love just, that. Take, um, Suspiria. Mm. Now compare it to Dario Argento's Dracula. Fair enough. Know what I mean? Yeah. I'm going by that. I gotcha. Sometimes you lose your shine <laughs> and sometimes it's better to burn bright. <laughs> Fair enough. No, you're not wrong. Um, but finally and ridiculously, uh, they're making a prequel to The Orphan. I heard about that. And it's so going to that, star the same girl who was in the first one, which is bizarre. Yeah. I don't know how the fuck they're going to do that. Because she was 12. Years. She was 12 in that movie. She was fucking. Uh, was she 12? She was 12 years old. Yeah. I didn't know I that. I thought she was like actually like somebody with dwarfism. No, she's 12 years old when they did that. She was, she's unbelievable. Actually. <laughs> she was fucking like, so enough. good in that. But uh, I don't know how they're going to do a prequel. <laughs> <laughs> they had to go like, they're going to like DH her. Like, uh, maybe they, they can do what weird. they did with, um, fucking the Irishman though. But, so what I was reading was they're not they're the the director was like, "Yeah, we're not using digital effects to de-age her. We're going to use like forced perspective and makeup." I was like, "All right, and go cheers, for it. dude." Oh, and That's other news on this here. Uh me and him just watched the fucking Northman. Robert Eggers, the guy who made mm-hmm. the witch. Yeah, and I heard that was really good. Dude, that movie's fucking brutal. That guy uh what's his face? Uh Skarsgård. Mm-hmm. I was in he's He's a handsome fella. He is. But goddamn, can he act? Oh, this this movie proves it too. Yeah, like he's he's fucking nuts. So I watched True Blood all the way through. I don't know why that that show just hooked me. I enjoyed it. I like and True Blood. He is he's Eric Northman in mm-hmm. that. And he was talking about when doing interviews for that show. They were like, "So is this a prequel to True Blood?" And he was like, "Kinda, but like accidentally." <laughs> he's like, "I didn't do it on purpose, but like this is the character that like I played in that. He's like uh, like hundreds of years before, so like." 
I guess, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he just has like that ghastly expression to him all the time. Yeah. And his brother was Pennywise. Yeah. So his brother was Pennywise and he also played it. Randall Flagg. He plays Randall Flagg in the uh, the remake of The Stand. Oh. And he is perfect <laughs> as it. Really? Oh, dude. He's so good. If you remember the old TV special from the 90s, it's yeah. like, okay. That guy you was know, good. does the work. Fine. Yeah. I thought he was good. He nails how I pictured like Randall right. Flagg to be. You know who doesn't nail who I picture Randall Flagg to look? Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> yeah, well, we don't talk about in the Dark, the dark Tower. The Dark Tower. I fucking way. love Idris Elba, though. Oh no, he's as great. the gunslinger. He was, fucking, that was brilliant. The problem with uh, the, that Dark Tower movie, it, it's hard to put thirteen books into the one movie. Two hours, dude. No way. I know. I did like that they threw in some like cool little Easter eggs to like it and stuff. Though. Yeah, that was well, that's neat. that's all of them. Like, and that's the Elder Jar. Also explains that. Yeah. Also explains the shine, which is another fucking thing, exactly. Um, so yeah, that's horror news for the week. So or for this episode, I guess not the week. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, let's get into uh, the cursed. Yeah, hold on. Let me bring up my stuff here. This movie was. Great. I thought it was good. There's going to be some points I want to bring up. Absolutely. There's some stuff I didn't like about it also, but as a modern-esque twist on a gothic horror, So I get some insight, like we said before, not to be confused with um, the Christina Ritchie movie from like 2001. Or the new movie from 2022 that just came out too. Also called called The Cursed. Cursed? Yeah. It's it's like a... Man, they used to always using that word. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which is which is kind of fucked up because it was uh, so it premiered 2021 Sundance as uh, t- entitled Eight for Silver Eight for Silver yeah and it was a virtual entry because of COVID and then it was renamed the Curse the Cursed for its US release for reasons I could not discover which yeah for, that's that's another thing too is like the movie's based in France which we'll oh, talk d- about yeah, later on that's another thing that drives me crazy so, about movies like that. So yeah, it, that, that's the thing is like, it must've been, it, it, this yeah. movie has to, I don't know where it came out from England. So I, I, can, England. I can give you a little background. So, okay. so it's a 2021 Gothic horror film <clears throat> directed and written by a, an Englishman called Sean Ellis. Um, he's a pretty new director. He's only made a couple of movies. Uh, so Cashback, I don't know if you've seen, I've never like, even heard of it. It's a short film. It won uh, an Oscar. It, Tim's given the nod of like, yeah, it's a great yeah. movie. Is it good? Oh, there's a lot of nudity in that movie I heard. Yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah. Is that the one when he stops time? Yeah, he stops time. I have seen that. Yeah, so that, that movie won an Oscar. He, he won an Oscar for that. Um, and then he did Broken. And uh, I, I keep I hope he keeps going. I like some of his stuff. But uh, he's pretty new. This is his first, like, real feature-length film that got a wide release. Yeah. Um, and uh, But another cool thing about him that kind of... Uh, he did a photography... He published a photography book called Kubrick the Dog. Hmm. Which tells you what he appreciates as a director. Oh, okay. Um, to help him deal with his dog's death from canine lymphoma. Oh, gee, and I looked up some of the photos, sorry. and it was hard not to tear up a little bit thinking okay. about it and kind of reading through it. Um, but again, it premiered in tw- the 2021 Sundance as Eight for Silver, and uh, I can't figure out why they renamed it that other than which market- that name is actually fucking sick. Way better. I-, I thought it was way cool. I heard Eight for Silver. I was like, that actually it's makes great. sense, and it it kind of alludes to what the film's about. Yeah. I mean, the cursed, it, obviously, there's a curse, but, you know, when you're talking about silver, people know what you're talking about. Yeah, but, like, there's also another one of those, like, the, like you said, there's 5,000 other films called Cursed, cursed and the Cursed the curse. and the Curse of, like, yeah. whatever, and it's, um, mm-hmm. it seems like they kind of copped out just thinking that was going to appeal to yeah. American exactly. audiences. Exactly, marketability. Uh, so, it stars uh, Boyd Holbrook. Who's the uh, DEA agent from Narcos? Mm-hmm. Um, Alistair Petrie, who's in Cloud Atlas and Rogue One. Uh, Roxanne Duran, who I don't, I don't see any credits for her. I don't. I haven't yeah. seen anything on that either. Uh, Anne Rose Daly, who is Annabelle from Jack Ryan. Uh, Amelia Crouch and fucking Kelly Riley, who yeah, I've had a gigantic crush on since the stupid Sherlock Holmes movies with uh, Robert Downey Jr. Oh my god, I forgot she was fucking. Oh movie. my god, she's she's gorgeous i'm a huge fan uh, she's also in eden lake which is another horror movie it's uh yeah rape revenge fantasy a la mm-hmm. i spit on your grave that kind of thing <laughs> um but most people know her as beth dutton from yellowstone she's sexy yeah, which is the new um, all get out the new it show right now. yeah so she is uh unbelievably attractive um so give us a little rundown a little rundown so 
this is technically a werewolf movie. Kind of. Kind of. It, really. there's, it, it, it isn't. That's yeah. what I mean. Like it had that Lovecraftian element to it of like. What is this? What the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> and um, this movie has one of the best massacre scenes of like anything I've ever seen. So one of my Holy first. Holy shit. Like, <laughs> one of my first notes is it's a. Uh, let me see. It is the most nonchalant mass murder scene I've ever seen. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. well, it goes so fast. It's just, you're just thrown right and into it's just it. A, it's just a long shot mm-hmm. of it. And like these guys ride up on horseback and then like it just pans out and then mayhem slowly happens. Yeah. <laughs> Which we'll talk about because I want to go into that because yeah. that fucking part was gnarly. Gnarly. But um, it's it's based in France. They don't talk so, with yeah. accents or anything, which is a little odd. It's another historical fiction movie that gives all of its characters English accents, even though it doesn't take place in England. No, it takes place in the northern French countryside. Yeah, I mean, it's just like fucking Gladiator. Like when exactly. you watch them, yeah. he should be like, "Are you entertained?" <laughs> like that, he should be like, "I have a pizza." Like it, it's it's silly that they it, like uh. I don't know why. They it producers think English accents like add gravitas to it's just the epitome of like hey fiction. when you think of Europe you think of at least I do I think of Bizarre. London and I think of that shit. sure but like England isn't even technically on Europe it's no it's a no. stupid island it's a dumb island <laughs> fucking it's, tea it's, and it's France they eat eel pies and shit fuck yeah. them it's nonsense <laughs> so I, I don't know I the fact that this this is an English movie. Made about dressed, yeah, France, like dressed up as a French movie. Like it, it's so fucking. That the, is a bad point, by yeah. the way. Like I don't. Like I didn't I agree. like that. But, there's a um, there's a fraught history between uh, England and France. They they have a they have a a hate love hate relationship. Exactly. <laughs> but um, when you're thrown into this movie, you're thrown yeah. in right in the middle of uh, the Battle of Sommet. I don't yep. even know if I'm saying that right. Yep, which was Battle of Sommet, yep. Which is if you've never seen what that is before. Like just it's 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 no man's land of World trench War warfare, just all trench warfare, yep. mustard gas, the whole nine. Middle of so France. it shows like um a soldier going into um the trenches, and then you see the fucking mustard gas come up in the air. All the masks are on, and then you hear the whistle, and they go. Scary mask design. Yeah, I love. Which I did I love like the mask that. design. I like the, the contrast of like the blue, sh- like the blue uniforms with yep. the yellow mustard gas with it as they're running into the field and everything. Yeah, a super well colored yes, film. Very aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, very, very well done. Some um, scenes were a little too dark for me. Like, well, they like use Game like a natural like light in it and stuff, which is like I, I get it. Sure. The, I liked the witch too, but I didn't, but uh, I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, just, just making a point. But Shows him going into no man's land. He ends up getting shot and he's brought into the med bay. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh boy. as they're like operating Ooh on their pulling boy. bullet, he's been shot like four times. They're pulling bullets out of him left and right. And the last one, the doctor's struggling to get it out. And as he pulls it out, um, he notices it's it's a long off-colored bullet. Yep. And he's like, that's not a German bullet. Yeah. And <sighs> then... It kind of flashes forward to a not but a different time. But it drops down next to it, and you can tell it's silver. Yes, you can tell it's silver, and it's just like a that's a very odd because it shows the bullets that they had them in it. They're all just fucking lead. Can we go back to the battlefield hospital though? That scene was fucking horrific. So I, I looked it up. So everybody thinks about you know when you think about like the Civil War and like mm-hmm. medical care, everybody's like, here, have this shot of whiskey before I saw your leg off. It, yeah. So World War One was only like 60 years after the Civil War, yes. which is a crazy thing to think about. Um, so battlefield medical care did not advance much no. in that time. Um, and it's pretty horrific. <laughs> I remember the first time I turned this, the first time I watched this movie, that scene like happened and I texted Matt. I was like, holy fuck. Yeah. This is great. <laughs> what did you get me into? This is, yeah. a, this is insanity. Like right off the bat, just mustard gas and bullets and guys getting their feet getting sawed, sawed off, off with no shit. anesthesia. Yeah, it's wild it's stuff. Like, that's actually a thing. It just shows like you're yeah. just getting his limb cut off. He's just yeah. <laughs> They're like so slowly, like sawn into it with like all their force. It's like whoa, that this dude's like screaming for yeah. his life. <laughs> and they're like they're carting they're carting this guy that got shot by that, and he's just like, oh, oh, what am I looking at? This is worse. Put me back out on the battlefield. Like what the? So they they wheel him in, and then 
That happens and they flash back. They flash back to like where 30 the fam- years. No, not yet. They go back to oh, the family right. and it shows like her receiving a letter and her staring at it. And then she then oh, it goes right, back right, into right. it. So 30 years earlier, um, it's the Lauren family. You find out that it's it, it's the same house that they're Word all in it. and everything. Pronouncing it accurately. Lauren family. Whatever. Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> and they're very, uh, they're a very aristocratic family. Yeah. Um, very well off, tons of land, mm-hmm. tons of um, orchards, tons of, they, they, they basically, you can kind of tell they have a lot of pull in this town that yep. they live in there, the biggest, most wealthy family of that town. Yep. And they own a lot and, of land, um, which leads to the problem. <laughs> which, yes. So what happens is a bunch, a group of, a, not even a group, a clan of uh, gypsies, gypsies move or, into their land. If we want to be politically correct, Roma. Roma. <laughs> True. <laughs> so yeah, gypsies move on to the property and claim that they have a claim to the property. Right. And it shows there's a scene in it as they're talking about taking over the land and everything. And they're kind of making this set of teeth. Yeah. And it doesn't really show like exactly what they're doing, but you can tell he's carving or something why. or why he's doing it. But um Silver Teeth. Later on, after that, they're sitting at the table, and they—it's just, um, it's the Lauren family with the townsmen, yeah, all like coming the, around, like, like the 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 town fathers, like including a priest who yes. makes the most horrific suggestion. <laughs> He's the one who sets the whole thing in motion, right? Fucking priest there with like his with his cross on and all this stuff. He's like, I heard that in order to get rid of the gypsies, the town next door hired a bunch of mercenaries. And just saying, like, I don't know how they got them, but they got them. The next scene, a bunch of guys on horseback ride up a hill with flaming torches and... Absolutely <laughs> fucking eviscerate this camp. Oh. I mean, a brutal dude shooting kids yeah. and fucking women and children. And it's no one survivors. elongated shot that you see everything. Yep. And it's just fucking nuts. It is about two minutes long in it's, total. And it's, it's like... Long. It is fucking nutty. It feels long. And then that scene ends and you see like just the aftermath. You just hear people crying. Yeah, like they're taking fuck it. Like they're ripping the women away from their yep. kids and they're like just putting them in ditches and shit. And then you see a part where like all the guys are getting together and they're like just sitting amongst a bunch yep. of burning bodies and shit. Taking like photos yeah. to save as like postcards and yep. like um like trophies and stuff like yeah. that. And then it flashes forward to them, to them discussing... And they're like, hey, these two were running away. <laughs> yeah, these two were running away. And then he finds out later on that they were the lead of the, the gypsy yeah, they clan. Were the, the two heads. The of woman the clan. curses at him and uh, what, the, what is what is Romy Gypsy, by the way? Do you know It's a, it's a they're a nomadic they're okay. nomadic native tribes. Okay. Roma. Well Romani. she so, she like curses at them and the then line, they take the line she uses is one of my favorite. She says, uh, we will poison your sleep. Mm-hmm. That's a cool that is first a line cool. of a curse. <laughs> that stuck out to me. So in retaliation, they take the, I don't know if it's her husband or not, or a son or something like that, but they, yeah. they fucking brutalize this guy. They, they lay him down. They lay him down and they cut his hands off and it is in his feet, in his feet and they stuff him full of hay and put, a, um, like a like a scarecrow, like yeah, they, no, make him, even, they make him into a scarecrow. They make him into a scarecrow, and then they crucify him yeah. live in the field, and, and it is like hard to watch. He's screaming the whole brutal. time, and it's like, and, holy shit! And he's up there on the cross in the middle of the field the whole movie. You mm-hmm. see him all over the place. Like every time they show like a wide shot of like the town, like he's there in the background, like he's he's up there in plain sight. Nobody. And no one batters a fucking eye or, at and, it. And not everyone knows what he is, too. Yeah. So, um... After that, they decide that yeah. they're gonna bury the the woman the, the as well, woman, but yeah. they bury her alive, and they just... Yeah. <laughs> so me and Tim just actually kind of laughed like at that part. turning her face with, like, the, the dirt getting thrown Yeah, on. so yeah. that's why, like... <laughs> <laughs> Tim's it's laughing. Me and Tim were watching it last night, and the puck is, she's just like... They like it was like what do they just decide to bury your head first? Like what the fuck is this? And they just kept throwing dirt on, on her, her face, face. <laughs> like the whole time. And as she's like cursing them, she's like blah 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 blah. Yeah. They cut out from her and they go to like the kids like praying or like yeah. singing a song or something. And then the the guy's like, well, what about these cool teeth? Like they're made of silver. Should we sell them? He's like, no, throw them in the throw hole. Throw them in the hole. And, and he's it, like, why? And then he's he buries like, because them it's with, not worth it with the woman. Yep. Which um, 
later on. So the kids are all in bed and shit like that. Yeah, all that. the kids of the get, town. All the kids of the town start having nightmares, and it's all the same nightmare. Same dream sequence, and it's it's scary and awesome. And uh, yeah, so there's a lot of like like still frame shots in between it that really aren't too important. There mm. is this is the part of the film it, like the beginning is so fast paced, and yeah. then the middle of it it kind of slows down a lot. Yeah, it gets not right a, into the action and then slows down. Not a, not a, there's like a whole lot of dead air on the on the I, metal part of it. But I do have to say I do like the dream sequences. I think they're kind of neat and showing like so like they show like the first half of the dream and they show like one kid like walking through the field and then like the camera angle changes and they're looking at something else and then like it'll pan back and it's like a different kid having the same dream on the same night. Yeah, just in like a different part. So it's like sequentially. Like you see the whole dream sequence, but like every time they flash back, it's like a different kid having it. So they're all having it at the same, same time. time and they're all in within the same yeah. dreamscape, which is yeah. really neat. Really and, cool. um, so they're walking through get, the field. No, not that mm. part. Yeah. It's the dream when they're walking through. Yeah. So yeah. sorry. When they're having the dream, they're walking through the field and they see the scarecrow and um, they start to dig. It starts to dig. Yeah. They start to dig and they see the set of teeth and they always wake up right before right it. Before, Cause they turn around and the old woman's floating in the, in the woods. That was them. fucking gnarly yeah. too. I love that. You see her dirty feet, like three inches above That's the, the ground. That's the scariest like, part, dude. I fucking hate that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, later on, all the towns kid, uh, all the children of the town and the village are just kind of hanging out, playing hopscotch and whatever you do back in 1881. Yeah. And they, it was. <laughs> the town dipshit goes, I have an idea. Yeah. And it shows I'm them. Timothy. Yeah. Timothy, <laughs> he fucking sucks so much in that. And, um, they go out to the field and they're like, they all make a pat. Like, yeah, we can't tell anyone we're out here and all this shit. And he was like, okay. And for some reason he starts digging up below the, um, the scarecrow. Is that they make a pact. They make a pact to not say anything. And then lo and behold, they, he finds a pair of silver fangs. It looks like a, it looks a pair of dental, de like, like dentures. Yeah. And if you, if you look at the poster, this is, that's, this is the scene. Yeah. And it has a bunch of carvings within the teeth and everything. And it's very yep. clearly like eight animals teeth. Yeah. And, and he picks them up and he puts them in his mouth. And then he starts fucking kind of regurgitating and yep. acting wild. And then. He ends up biting the son, Edward, who's... Um, he does like a speed jump on him. Yeah, like it's speed, really like, cool. Like really fast. And like it's something just, else makes him put the teeth in and he's just like... Whoosh. Yeah. And the kid really cool. screams and everyone screams and then it just goes back they to the away. house and it's just quiet. Yep. They and, know he gets attacked. The doctor comes in yep. and says like, oh, it's it's an animal Bible. Put him on. And all the other kids are like, mm, fuck no, it wasn't. Yeah, fucking no. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Dude, I, going back like, before we move on, Timothy with the teeth in his mouth is one of the most iconic shots. Oh yeah, of a recent film that I've seen, and I think if this gets any traction, I really hope this does become like a cult. If it becomes away. a cult classic, that's going to be the scene that people refer to because mm. it's just so weird. Well, and it's it so gray. Like, it, like the whole thing is just yeah. glum looking and it's gloomy. And that's, that's what it looks like over in France, I guess. Yeah. And he just looks like he's in like so much pain. And he's like, what the fuck? And he puts the teeth in his mouth and they just, you can see his mouth. Like, it's like almost like they down. become like a, like, like part yeah. of his face. Like it, it is nuts. And um, yeah. So that's going to be the scene that everybody recognizes the movie for. Oh, so for sure. anyway, so they're, so they're back in the house and it's the nighttime. It's the nighttime. So Charlotte, who's the daughter, which, mm -hmm. um, she has another nightmare. It's very similar to the one that she had before. Yep. Um, she wakes up in a panic and she hears her brother Edward screaming in the room. Who's the kid who got bitten? Who's the kid who got bit? Um, she goes in and she sees him covered in this like vine. Weird viney stuff. Like, like it just looks like tree roots growing yeah. all over him. And she panics and goes to go grab her parents. When Seamus, the father, comes back to go check on him, he's gone. Mm -hmm. He just disappeared yeah, into the night through a window. I think it was the window. He ran right out the door. Either uh, way. The door was open. Yeah. So he oh, ran out. He like opened the door and ran out. I don't even think he broke the yes. window. So the, the the next part after this, it goes, um, it just kind of just taken away from this. And it goes to a distant town where. Um, oh, I forget that guy's name. He's like almost inconsequential, but he's. No, no, no. He's the main character. Yeah, it but shows him. Like He's, at that point in the film, you would have never have guessed it, which that's another point I didn't like yeah. about the movie is how no character. They tran yeah, they transferred so many different shit so fast yeah. that it was so hard to, to concentrate on who was who. Yeah, that was that but, was one of my um, biggest criticisms. John, there was John, uh, John McBride yep. 
is the uh he's yeah. a pathologist and he's it's a nice french name mcbride <laughs> bizarre yeah, they didn't really do a lot of thinking on <laughs> they, that. They end. didn't. They they just they were just like, hey, where can we put this story? Yeah, France. What the hell? Yeah, we'll so, use all the same. Ca- we won't change any of the character <laughs> names in the first time, the first draft. <laughs> but John McBride just arrives at like a tavern. He's asking around everybody in there, and he eventually comes up to a constable that is kind of on the same wavelength yeah. with him. Um. Oh, John's a pathologist, by the way. He's yeah. Like, oh, so he's yeah, like yeah, a yeah. doctor that like you like he exhumes like dead bodies and stuff yeah. like that as well. As well as and um, he's he's on the hunt for he's on the hunt for gypsies. Similar, and it's a very similar experience. He was hunting for a clan of gypsies and because and, something like this had happened in another town. But they don't explain that. Yeah, they don't explain it. So that's I know the thing. that that's the thing is they kind of like throw in There's these no subtle, character development no, whatsoever. So everything's all. a everything's a mystery for mystery's sake, mm-hmm. which is irritating. But I, I agree with you. Um, actually, I kind of just lost my spot. Hold on. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> no, okay. So yeah, he runs into the constable and he, they kind of start talking about it. And he goes and he says, oh, the, the, the constable says, oh, well, the, the issues originated with Edward's family. Right. So he goes and stays with them. So he goes and stays with them. And, um, oh, actually, no, sorry. We did jump a little bit. Mm-hmm. So after that, <laughs> it shows, <laughs> it shows Timmy and Charlotte. They're in a church. Mm. And they're talking, and this is actually a fucking awesome part of this. Is when they yep. you kind of get a little bit more into what the curse is. So Timothy's the one who put the teeth in his mouth and bit the yeah. other kid. So they're in, and they're in they're, a confessional booth. They're hiding in a confessional booth, and Charlotte is on different sides of it. On different sides, and they're just kind of talking with each other, and they're wondering if they should come clean about what happened. Tim says he wants to. Charlotte says no, no, yep. because she comes from the most prestigious family that's there. Yeah, and gets in a lot of trouble. So. He explains to her, he goes, I have an idea of what this is. And he hands her a piece out of a book. He he has this theory (sighs) that the the silver is actually the same silver that was given to Jesus when... Given to Judas. Given to Judas, sorry. To betray Jesus. To betray Jesus when he sold him out. Yep. So I thought that was a clever little detail on that. It's also like, where the fuck did these gypsies get Judas's gold? Yeah, they're... this is really weird stuff out of here. It's just, uh, just weird. They could have, they didn't have to do that. They could have just said like, "Hey, these are silver." Judas betrayed Jesus <laughs> with silver. It doesn't have to be the silver. It's just bizarre. It's just yeah, strange. it was a, it was a dumb thing. It was yeah. thing. Now that you mention it, it, is a little stupid. It's a little. It's just weird. Like it's you don't need to do that because Gypsy Curse movies are awesome on their own. Mm-hmm. And itt uh, thinner. Yeah, thinner. <laughs> drag me to hell. Drag me to hell. Oh, the movie rules. Yeah. Um, um, so uh, it's just weird. Oh, dude, the original fucking Wolfman. Oh yeah, the, true. The true, wolf, true. the wolf bit you, didn't he? Oh yeah, yeah, he did. <laughs> but, that that um, whole scene. But yeah, he. Um, and then he. The next thing you see, Timothy by himself. Timothy's by himself, making woods. himself making his way back to the field. Yeah. Which, like, dude, why? Why are like because that's he was the thing is he was just guilt ridden and just going in and this is actually a part that I really liked. I love it's just this him part. staring over the field, and then all of a sudden you see something snaking through the tall grass. Yeah, raptors from and it's so fucking fast. Yeah, and then out of nowhere you just hear a claw mark and you look down and, and his arm sprayed is just, with blood. It's just fucking mangled, mangled. Yeah, and it shows him running through the woods and he he's in a little hunting cabin. Yeah. And then it just shows a shadow come up behind him, and then it goes black. And he doesn't even cry no, or anything. He's just cry, like he just runs. I, he's just running away, and he sits down, and he's like just sitting there looking. And he's like, uh, you can tell he's like, I deserve this shit. Yeah, this is this is this is my own fault. I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he. And then the next scene is when the constable goes in. The constable and the uh, the the other dude, John, and John, go in and they find the body, and he's just like he's just, ripped, he just ripped apart, like, like, like completely. Pr- like, it, it's kind of cool. Like his jaw is ripped like down here, like all the way down to his like gut, and mm-hmm. his and they show his arm like in a different part of the the room, mm-hmm. and uh, they're like, "Oh, what the hell happened?" It's oh, it's the same kid that it, it's the same monster, it's the same animal that attacked Edward. Yeah, yeah. And um, he just uh, John's looking at it, and he kind of he kind of plays dumb. I noticed is he's just like it was just another animal attack. Yep. So we'll just clean him up, and then that's the end of it. And then yep. at the back of the Lauren household, they're kind of hanging out and stuff like that. And as he's sitting on the porch talking with Seamus, he says, he goes, you should really board up your windows. Yeah. yeah. And, and Seamus is like, why the hell would I do that? He was just like, trust me, it's just a good idea. So they start doing that. 
Uh, they try to go to bed. Everyone's plagued with nightmares again. Yep. Um, the same. John nightmare. has one, and he has a vision that the scarecrow is taking his children, uh, his daughter, and his wife away. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, he wakes up in the middle of the night to go just check around the house and stuff like that, oh. and he kind of notices like something's like kind of moving around. And he peers through a piece of wood through the window, and there's just an eye staring back at you're, him. You're a growl. Yeah. And then he hops up, Fuck. and then Seamus comes up. Like, what the hell's yeah. going on? He's like, go get your guns. And then oh. they stay up through the night. So good. But um, um, So I think we should skip ahead a little bit. Yeah, what kind of... Yeah. So let me see the, what's important and what's not here. So I... My favorite part was the... Um, the so they sent the three people the three people who drew like the short straws they said out to do like a little bit of harvesting to like grab stuff during the day yes they get attacked the woman gets bitten and saved and goes back and transforms mm-hmm. she's the the housekeeper of the Lorenz which is another fucking cool scene when you see her kind of like yeah. become part of it she's like running in the woods and she makes her way to a swamp and then vines just come out of the water and just pull her just right, pull her right the water. in. Yep. And it's actually like a fucking neato fucking scene. Um, and the and I think we should talk a little bit about the design of the werewolf. It's not traditional. Uh, no, there's it's no not. fur on it. No, at it's, all. Like it's, a, like a, it's like a it's like a bent over human. But when they kill one and they dissect it mm-hmm. and they open it up, the the person That's, is not transformed into the werewolf. They're like in like a pod inside of the creature and, and they're like just she, in excruciating pain and just the vines are going in and out of their flesh yeah. the whole time and, and they just it's, and it's actually she, tough to look at and she gets up and like gets out of it and like starts to like crawl towards the guy to like yeah because she's feral at that point and he they're like you have to shoot her like she you gotta put yeah, her out and of they her made her father they made the father do it jesus blows like half of her head off and uh, yeah, so and, that's um, that's crazy. An important plot point about that there, uh, John, right right when he sees the thing, which that's an, we we kind of glossed over how he got that, but we'll leave that alone because yeah, that's actually a really fun scene too. Yeah. But um, so he explains to Seamus he knows that he's lying about mm-hmm. the he said that there was no that the gypsies came here and they left. Yeah, no, they didn't. No, they didn't. He found you out. He goes, he goes, goes you've been dealing happen. with that there, and you are lying. He goes, they're dead. And they wouldn't have put a curse on this land had they, they have not have been. Yep. So that happens. And then the uh, the other housekeeper has the fucking laundry scene with yes. Edward. So Edward's a monster at that point. Uh, attacks the housekeeper outside with the, uh, the, the bloody sheets. Yeah. And, and the dumb bitch doesn't say two fucking words. Yeah. Goes inside and just goes just, about her business. Yeah, washes up and just starts fucking cutting fruit. Yeah. And John and looks out the window. Family. Yep. John looks out the window and sees like these big bloody sheets, like hanging off the, off the, uh, the clothes hanger. And he's like, Oh my God, where's Margaret or whatever yeah. her name is. And she's like, Oh, she's upstairs. And he's like, well, you better get out of the house. Yeah, get out of the house. So everybody now. gets out of the house. She transforms, goes up. She stays upstairs. Uh, Seamus goes, up to go goes upstairs to go check on her. And he gets attacked and bitten and disappears and just disappears. And then um, next thing you know, John Law, John, Isabel and Charlotte are yep. all in the room, which that's another cool scene when the thing's coming oh, up yeah. the stairs on the house catches fire. Yeah, the house catches fire. That's another thing that happens as well towards the end there. The house is burning down. So they're waiting in their room for this thing to pass through the room while the house is burning and they're trying to make their way out. Mm-hmm. While they're waiting, John goes out to the barn to go try to find Seamus. He finds Seamus just in a it's like a covered horse in stable, kerosene. Like, covered in kerosene and like that. And he explains to him, he's like, I haven't stopped seeing the flames of hell since since we went out in the field yep. and did that and burns and himself I, and alive. I, and he got bitten. So he's yeah. like, All right, I'm I'm done anyways. And he's just like, No, no, we can save you. And he's like, No, you can't. No, yeah. And he just Boom. burns himself alive and then yep. that's it. And then the the horse barn catches on fire also. <laughs> and then so um, all the townspeople are gathered in the church for a sanctuary. Uh, if you've ever seen the uh, Hunchback of Notre, Notre Dame, Dame cartoon, yeah. you know the concept of sanctuary. Everybody goes into the church <laughs> and the evil thing can't get them. So uh, the town gathers in there and the rest of the remaining Laurent family uh, goes into the church and they're with John. And they're like, oh, we don't know if we want you in here. And John's like, no, you, you need to have them in here. They're... Yeah, part of this who, also. Yeah, they're part of this also, and it's going to come for them. And that's who the curse wants. Come for, by the way. Yep. It wants the Lauren family in particular. Obviously, it reminds me a little bit of the Bell Witch. Kind of, story. yeah. I kind of dug that kind about of. it. Um, um, so 
obviously the the monster comes to the church. Comes to the church, and it, it it disguises its voice as Edwards, and Isabel, the mother, goes to open the door in a panic, which is just you know such a great horror trope. Yeah, it's a mom. It's a mom thing. It's a mom thing. <laughs> She opens the door. The thing comes in and just rips through the church. Yeah. I mean, fucking ligaments flying everywhere and, and appendages and just tears people apart. And then what happens is the monster just sits there and it's staring at Isabel. And John has the silver bullet in yeah. the. They made. They, shit. they had, we didn't they talk had melted about down. That. They had melted down the teeth and turned them into silver. That's bullets. right. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> We've been jumping. We we did a terrible job. Yeah. On chronologically that in this movie, we apologize, but it, it's it's. It's such an interesting movie. Yeah. So the silver teeth, they ended up finding that yeah. earlier. They melt it down into bullets. Um, yeah. John has them. There's only four of them. Yep. And um, so, yeah. So he uh, he's lining himself up to take out poor Edward. Mm-hmm. And the mother jumps in the way. Yep. And he just unapologetically just goes, sorry. And shoots. fucking shoots her. And the bullet goes through her and into Edward. Into Edward. And it saves him. Yep, it saves him because it gets stuck in him. It doesn't mm-hmm. pass through him. It doesn't pass through him all the way. Yep. And it shows that like the, the ending scene of the movie itself is him turning back and it's a flash forward to mm-hmm. back in the Battle of Somme when they were pulling the bullet out of him and they were looking at it. And then it shows the family of who, of yeah. what happens to him. So what happened was, is all their parents are dead, uh, Charlotte and Edwards. So John adopts them yep. and keeps them. Um, and Edward went to the Battle of Somme and he died. So they brought back the silver bullet and he handed it to him and he puts it on the dresser and Charlotte looks over him and he's an old man now. And then the movie just ends. Yeah. So that was the cursed. I like this movie. I do too. But there is a lot. There's a ton. That is meh with it. So I, I, I love the, the silver bullet thing well in, that's a classic but, I, but i'm saying werewolf across, trope. across werewolf tro- across werewolf movies I, in literature i like the silver bullet thing because there's a reason for it silver, i didn't know that oh silver is used as a cure in these movies and stuff for like canthropy and all that stuff because it okay. actually has antimicrobial properties like you can it actually is antibacterial you can oh, kill really? yeah <laughs> so it's it was years it was used as a cure back in the day to like for rashes and stuff like you can you can still get like silver diet silver oh, sulfide okay like oh, i didn't know that That's like if you have burns they'll put silver on them to cure them um the judas thing is just a coincidence that he used that he gave him 30 pieces of silver you know that's just a kind of a coincidental thing, but I I always like that in uh, in werewolf movies. Yeah, I, I mean, cool. I always thought it was good too, because like even like fucking like Silver Bullet, for instance, which obviously the name of the yeah. movie, but another that's Stephen such King a movie. yeah, another Stephen King movie, but it's so good. It's so yeah. it's like one of those like it's so cheesy. It's amazing, dude. The comic of that, the comic before that movie came out is so good. Yeah, it's so good. That's but such I a that's such really a oh yeah, it's really a comic. Read it. Yeah, it's great. I'll check um, that out. But. I so I have to say I love. Werewolf shit, mm-hmm. and there isn't. This is another genre that we were talking about last week with aliens. There really doesn't there have a enough. lot of it. But American Werewolf in London is just oh no, that's fucking a classic. Yeah, that's classic. It's a great fucking movie, dude. But and the, when I the, talk about modern like mm-hmm. werewolf stories, like it's like you said, the last one that I can really think of at the top of my head was The Curse with Christina Ricci, yeah, which was also another werewolf movie. I don't remember if it was good or not. It's been a long but, time. So but, it it was fine, but like so. But that's like a surface level werewolf movie. What I what I like, what I liked about this, and also about the um, American Werewolf in London, is it's not you're not just cursed to be a wolf. Yeah, like American Werewolf in London, like he saw the people that part of the curse was that you saw the people that you you murdered and mm-hmm. you and you were guilty of those. So like in the when he was turned, he the wolf killed his buddy and throughout the entire movie, his friend pops up in like, yeah, in various states of decay to tell him what's (laughs) happening to him. And then when he's like sitting in the movie theater, he sees like, he's like, Oh, I, you killed those guys. Like last night you killed that guy the other day. And he has to like live with the guilt and shame of of being a murderer. Well, that's the thing is that was what made that movie original. This one here has its own original take on it itself. 
Um, I kind of want to get into the score of it, but I, I just want to talk about some things that I didn't like in general. Cool. Um, like the constant camera transitions that made the film itself really hard to follow. Yes. Like especially in the beginning because it's so fast paced and I'm aware that the story is very well laid out. But like these characters, let's face it, like I think a lot They're of them are very, surface. very surface and very forgettable. Yep. Surface level. Um, like, with I don't the even exception of John. Yep. John was the only kind of saving grace of... I don't even really yeah. remember the names of the characters, to be honest. It it took me a while it, to remember that like, her name was Isabel. To yeah, be I had to like write them down. Um, um, the, and there's there's one instance where the camera transitions worked for me, and then we were and we had already mentioned it. It's the dream sequence mm-hmm. where they just show all the kids having the same nightmare at the same time, right. in different spots of it. So I thought that was cool, but like you're absolutely right, the the camera work was really weird. It really shoddy. Yeah, it's very just. It's just, not. It's just, not. Um, it's not amateur. It's just. Very unorganized in some Unorganized cases. is a great way to say yeah. it, yeah. Um, unorganized, like our, our explanation of the plot. <laughs> Tim actually brought this up to me. Um, there was a plot hole when they when they find the teeth. It was buried with the woman. Why'd they find it by the scarecrow? She was buried underneath the scarecrow. Well, you sure? They buried them in the same I spot. Thought, no, I thought it was on the other end with all the, the rest of them. No, they buried her underneath the scarecrow so she, he could watch it happen. Okay, so I was that wrong That was part of that. the punishment, yeah. Um, this is the big one on this. I thought the monster physically kind of boring. I don't disagree with you. It, it so, was literally like, I'm not talking about like the scene where like, like obviously the part where she comes emerging yeah. out the back. That was fucking conceptual. Sick. The concept of the creature was really cool. Good. How it wasn't a transformed person. The person was inside right. of it. it. It looked more like a, like the way I would picture a skinwalker, which is literally just a hairless yeah. dude. So have you, sharp seen, teeth. have you seen the third Harry Potter movie? With Remus Lupin, yes, that's the 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 werewolf in that movie. I thought looked like this one. I was like, oh, it's like a fat Lupin, yeah, <laughs> and it just moves fast and stuff like that. And it has all the points of what would make a um a like a werewolf. werewolf, but like when you sit and look at it, it's not the most horrifying thing you'll ever see. So I just thought that it's no. the, the monster itself was just kind of boring. Yep. Um, the good points about it is that the, the film was shot very, like, aesthetically. It's great. Gorgeous it, film. It, it's great. It, Beautiful All the film. natural light in it and all the fucking, um... Yeah, I, the uh, dark the darkness parts where they filmed, yeah, they, like, like, filmed by candlelight was a little irritating. Yeah, like, it's like, it, all right, authenticity is cool, but, like, I want to fucking see the movie. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I get it, though. A lot of people do that, like, whole callback thing when fucking, like, Kubrick did fucking um, Barry Lyndon. It was all yeah. natural light. That's cool. Which is cool. But, it's like, a gothic film, but it's all right. kind of enough... Um, the massacre scene is 10 out of 10. Oof, uh, that, that holy br- shit. The that brutality. Fucking thing is so crazy. The brutality in the first 20 minutes of this movie is, is wild. <laughs> and, um, I already talked about this, but I like John as a protagonist. I thought he made a very good it hero. Was, through he was this. good, but like they didn't explain who he no, was. No, they didn't explain who he was. They didn't explain like a lot of shit about it. He was that's another the thing. surface kind of in the yeah. dark about this whole thing, but out of all of them, he was the most memorable out of it. But they didn't, they didn't set this movie up as like a popcorn movie. Like this was, it was supposed to yeah. be like a, like a, a smart film. And there was a lot of stuff in it where you're like, mm, mm-hmm. all right, why didn't you do that? So I want to go into the score itself. Um, I'm going to give this a six even down the board. So I gave it a 7.5. However, I'm lowering it to a seven. Well, uh, let me explain after um, the, after, what here. You, after so our discussion. When I saw this in theaters, I loved this yeah. movie, and now I'm looking at it again through like a kind of critical standpoint, mm-hmm. and there is a lot not great with it. Yeah, um, I agree. It just left a lot more on like like it concentrated a lot more on what let's say the curses than what the werewolf was. I wish they kind of put more into the the werewolf itself. Well, see, I, I, I kind of come from the opposite because that's that's the ancillary parts of the curse in movies like American Werewolf in London mm-hmm. is what I appreciated about that movie. And to okay. differentiate this film from like, you know, Ginger Snaps <laughs> is is yeah. like is a that's a big deal to to make it like you know. This is a gypsy curse movie. It's not just about the werewolf. It's okay. like, oh, we're, we're going to use your kids to get I back at you. I still feel like they could have put a little bit more effort into that I don't that disagree monster. at all. I, I don't disagree. I think the design of the monster was a little bit of a bummer. It just left me a little... It just, it's not that it wasn't terrible. It's just that it felt lacking. I agree. I completely agree with um, you. 
didn't feel like a B-horror movie monster, nope. which, like, if it did, honestly, if it did, that would have been fucking great. If it was just turned out to be one giant fucking well-shot B-movie, <laughs> I would have gave this a fucking 10 down the board. Yeah, I agree. But it's getting a 6. The acting, great. Even it a 7. I um, think I liked it a little more than you. Character depth, not there. Nope, none. Um, and like I said, no one's really rememberable from that film, with the no. exception of the, the, the teeth shot. Yeah. And the massacre. Yeah. I mean, but that's not even like, I didn't remember that kid's name the first time I watched it. No. I had to, I had to watch it a couple more times to remember his name was mm-hmm. Timothy. <laughs> and, um, big school. I don't think, I don't think I would watch this again, to be honest with you. I, I watched it three times to prepare for mm-hmm. this, to do like, to make sure so I got it would my be notes three done, times for me too, just, just for this here. Yeah. But, uh, if I, on first watch, when I watched it, I was like, hell yeah. Now I'm looking at it through the, like through the Critical microscope. Lens. It's not, uh, it's not amazing. It's, you, you should, should watch it once. Don't rack your brain around yeah, it. I enjoyed it though. Yeah. I, I didn't hate it at all. all right. I, my, uh, I'm generally positive on it. I uh, lacked a whole bunch of character development and some explanation, but overall it was fun. It was a fun movie. That's the a, thing. The design of the film was really cool and the story moved along when it needed to. Yeah, in the but beginning, but it's like pieces. another part that I said was the middle of it just went fucking no, felt yeah, like it went nowhere oh, until a point. Right. And then went nowhere. And then it was a point, 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 point. Like it just had this big gap. In it between, felt like it just kind of like floated nothing. along for a little while. Yeah. But you do get to see Kelly Riley's side boob. That was yeah. cool. Tim like said that. that was his least favorite part was the lack of titties in this movie, dude. Uh, but there was there was one. It was a side boob. And nice she is boob. uh I'm a I'm a big fan of hers. All right, um, so we ready to kind of figure out what we're gonna do next on this. All right, so uh, it's time to spin the wheel. I gotta do the uh I gotta hit the screen record. Screen yeah. record. <laughs> Thank you, Tim. Um here we go. All right, so we will spin the wheel. And go. Next up. Perfect Blue. Yes, another one of mine. I'm fucking stoked. (laughs) All right, so Perfect Um, Blue is... It's an anime movie, which I'm going to force Mike to fucking watch. Oh, dude, I'm I'm on board. Dude, this movie is amazing. This is done. like top ten for me, dude. Look at look at where it landed up. I I wanted to I wanted the next one to be the void so bad, dude. I fucking just watched it too, and it's still amazing. I love that it's movie. I I want to I want to review that movie so bad. But all right, I guess we're doing Perfect Blue. Yeah. Um. We'll figure out what that one's on. Because to be honest with you, that one might be a little tough to well, find. It'll but be I hard have to it find. on D. I have it on DVD, so I'll let you borrow it. Might need to. I, you know what though? Like, uh, we can. I'll buy it somewhere. On the show. Yeah. It'll. Yeah. It's um. It's not impossible to find. It's just one of those. Just yeah, it is. We'll, a little I'll bit track it down. Out. And it's it's a legendary. Uh, yeah, it's a Toshi Khan man. Yeah, like so, we'll find it somewhere. Um, so uh, yeah, that's. Uh, the, sorry, you can rent it on YouTube and Amazon Prime for two dollars. For two dollars, cool. there we go. So there we go. Next time we do it, it's Perfect Blue, yep. and yeah, this is neck and chubby, dude. Yeah.